When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lakers ticket Thursday. What are the Lakers tickets we're giving away? I think we're giving game? away the tickets for this upcoming Monday against the Celtics. Oh, okay. So the rivalry. Uh, all right, Laura, who's first? Richard Dillips from El Segundo. All right. Richard Dillips from El Segundo. What up, Richard? What's the answer to the question? How are you doing, George? Hey. It's seven grand. It is seven grand. Congratulations, man. Wow. You won. Awesome. Thank nice you. Job, man. All right, man. Well, enjoy Lakers Celtics on Monday, okay? Absolutely. All right, brother. We're going to put you on hold. You Laura's going to take your info. Thanks for listening and thanks for playing. Yeah, thanks for oh, I'm sorry. It's the right. Jazz. It's the Jazz oh, it on Monday. Oh, yes. it is? Oh, yes. I don't know where I came up with the Celtics, but yeah, I don't know either. Schedule. I just followed I your lead, and I'm an idiot I may have for following made it your up. lead. Yeah, I may have made that up. Yeah. I mean, seriously? Well, I wasn't looking at the schedule, but I thought I had read somewhere in an email. I was like, wow, this is a really good prize. Lakers Celtics on Monday. I don't know where I came up with that. Maybe Why I just, I just, I this just up wrote it down and read it. I think is what I did. The Celtics are playing the Pelicans on Monday. Oh well, I don't know their schedule by heart. You know. I mean, I don't know. I I should have just done what I just did now. Just go to the ESPN app and look. That would have been a good idea. <laughs> so he's going to the Jazz. Either way, that's actually still also a really good game because the Jazz are really good. So there's that. Um, so Monday night Jazz at Crypto.com Arena. Good listening, by the way, to Richard, because this conversation about the seven grand on the dog's back surgery that was, was like probably about 45 50, minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it was a little while ago. So you've been yeah. with us for a while. And for everybody that's now giving me a hard time, you know, I put out a picture on Twitter <laughs> of me and my dog, Jack, and we're laying in bed together. And I've got like 35 chins going right now, um, but I'm getting myself into shape because uh, I'm getting myself, I'm getting ready to go here. Oh yeah, when's George. that 10k or whatever you're gonna do? No, it's a, no it's you didn't want to do a 10k. No, it's yeah, a half marathon, marathon, half marathon and it's in yeah. April. And Demarco and I both committed to it yesterday, so it's oh, okay. on. You know, and um, and so I'm gonna lose those chins. That I can tell you right now. Okay, fair enough. We'll see. Everybody ridiculing my chins. I mean. You did it yourself as well, I mean, but I, I understand. Don't, don't get why. me wrong. I mean, I'm yeah. the one who put the tweet out there. I got it. I'm a big boy. Yeah. 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 I can take it. I think you wanted people to ridicule your chins. Well, I mean, if I didn't ridicule my chins before everybody else, then everybody was going to ridicule my chins. But not now. Not right. that I got so they the were going to say you hated out. your dog and that you also had uh, a lot of chins. It's not that I hate my dog. It's just that I love my kids more. That's all. Yeah. Love my dog, <laughs> but I love my kids a little bit more. That's all. <laughs> you got a little bit. Now, not a lot, by the way. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little well, bit. That says a whole lot of other things, to be honest with you. But we can get to that later. All right, Laura, hit what you need to know. All right, Lauda, what do you got? All right, so one of my favorite shows when I was, I guess you can say growing up, was New Girl. I love New Girl. I was always excited to see it. Oh, the was that the one on CBS? It was on Fox. Oh, Fox. Yeah, the which roommates? was the one with the which was the one on CBS that was similar to that? It was um Two Broke Girls. Sorry, that's oh, what I broke. was thinking. No, no, no. Yeah. I personally... New Girl was with the comedian. What's her yeah, name? Zoe Deschanel? Yes. 
The one that looks like Katy Perry? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I was obsessed. Personally, I like this one better than the Two Broke Girls one, but that's yeah. just me. So I saw today that they are doing a podcast. So what they're, uh, Zoe Deschanel, who was a main character, and then it was Cece and Wilson, which were two like quirky characters in the show. All three of them are going to rewatch the entire New Girl seasons and then do a podcast. So they're going to be reacting as they're watching the episodes. Oh, and that's I cool. So like wait. a rewatch in character. Uh-huh. I love yeah. it. I'm so excited yeah. for it because when this show just ended, I was like, okay, what happened? And then they came back, kind of finished it and put a little bow on it. But I loved it like because I grew up with it, so I always wanted to know what happened. And it was like our version, very, very, very weirdly our version for me, like Sex and the City, because it was like the roommate, I mean, friends, sorry, not Sex and the Friends, because it was Dreams. in L.A., yeah, and New Girl lasted seven seasons. That's pretty long mm-hmm. for like a network TV show. Oh, my daughters so all watch that show. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now you could rewatch it and stuff. So they definitely got a new fan base based on the streaming services that they're on. Well, you know, this podcast sounds like um, you. You know, the guys from Entourage. They started a podcast, and they interview people who were on the show about the episode that they were in. Now, they're not in character, but they are sort of kind of in character. Yeah. But it has created a whole new fan base Mm -hmm. of Entourage viewers, kids that, you know, have found out about the series and now are watching it, or people who watched it who wanted more detail about it. So, once again, those guys were leaders, and uh, their podcast now spawned a bunch of ideas for for other shows and other casts to do podcasts yeah. i've cool. been meaning to watch that or listen to that podcast what is the name of the entourage podcast do you know um i it's called victory the podcast oh and, victory right yeah, yeah with Johnny what, what's the yeah, what's yeah. the well yeah but what's the guy's name who played e what's his name in real oh, life um kevin kevin uh, donnelly connelly kevin connelly connelly yes yeah so he who I think, also produced a 30 for 30 for espn oh i didn't know that yeah the one on the new york islanders I did not know that. He um, has something a company, I think, called Action Park Media. And I think, I'm almost sure, you'll have to check me on this, but then again, I'm the guy that said it was the Lakers and the Celtics mm-hmm. and it was the Lakers and the Jazz. So fact check me on this. But I think that Kelly Sedano, check me on that, Kelly Stafford, your wife doesn't have a podcast, does she, George? No, she doesn't. Okay, because no. <laughs> Kelly Stafford. news to me. Yeah, Kelly Stafford. I think that's who, who produces her podcast Yeah, is this uh, Action Park Media Group. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, there you go. Uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So Momo was supposed to join us here, but she got an, uh, an emergency work-related call, which means if you listen to her tomorrow on Mason in Ireland because she's in for John, there's probably going to be good information is my guess. Mm-hmm. So how about that for a tease ahead? I like that tease. I like it a lot. I'm curious. Who's calling? What do they need? What do they want? What are they going to report? What kind of dirt might she dig up? I'd like to know that. I mean, Momo, let me tell you something. And this is not any, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to any other reporter because there's a lot of amazing reporters in sports. I, I've seen Momo in action, and it's impressive, man. Like, when, when she starts talking to somebody she knows how to work it not just like digging for the information but also like she throws the right amount of like personal charm and personal conversation like the, the 
she is as good as it gets to get info. Like, it's not like, I mean, I think she is top 1% for sure when it comes to that stuff. So I would imagine tomorrow's Mason. Yeah, tomorrow's Mason Ireland may be pretty good, I would guess. Not that it's not always good when she's there, but a little extra good tomorrow. Today, Mason and Ireland absolutely cracked me up. And Laura, I know you were working with those guys today. You were a big Mm -hmm. part of it. When John Ireland started throwing down the gauntlet that he could name all of the members of certain boy bands. Oh, we went at it. Oh, my God. Hilarious. And then Mason, who could Wait, wait. I thought you were going to say when John Ireland tried to say that yesterday's game was lost was not on Russell Westbrook. That's where I thought you were, you <laughs> no, were going. No, well, he no. actually held him accountable. I was surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, I wasn't. That that part of it, I really I didn't care. I, I cared more about the fact that Ireland could name all the boys. Oh, Ireland is a, is a savant when it comes to pop culture. Right. He's like... Uh, he didn't all of them. I helped him with one, but he, right, was, but, he was but, good. But he was, I, I want to say that first he was able to get, like... Uh, uh, not in sync. Somebody else before the Backstreet NSYNC. Boys. No, Backstreet no, no. Boys. It was the uh, New Kids on the Block. Okay, and KOTB. Oh, yeah. And, then, and yeah. then he went with Backstreet Boys. No, in sync. Backstreet Boys. And then, um, all right. And then Mason's like, I no, no, Backstreet Boys. And he's like, I can do in sync, but he didn't know, so I kept telling him in his ear. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah. Oh, you, you helped Mason. He's right. like, uh, yeah. yeah, Laura just told me all the names. Right. <laughs> but then, but then the only one that Mason could get. <laughs> was the Spice Girls. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And Mason was telling the story about how he had gone to the Spice Girls concert, which I thought, as a listener, that's like, that's, really? You went to a Spice Girls concert? But then I realized, when I was 13 years old, this is the worst concert I ever went to. I say worst, as in, like, I'm most embarrassed having gone to this concert, because I waited in line for tickets for this thing. Culture Club. Oh, no way, dude. Yeah. Back Boy in George. those days? Boy now, George. Did you go back in the day or did you go like more recent? No, way recent. back in the day. I'm telling you, I'm like 13 years old. I had to go to a record store at like 6 o'clock in the morning at the mall. Why are you embarrassed, though? They were a pretty awesome band in the 80s, yeah, I feel I like. I know, but if you tell people, like, yeah, I went to a Culture Club concert, people are like, oh, really? And that's what I was thinking when I heard Mason talking about going to a Spice Girls concert. But I was so impressed that John Ireland could bang out the names of all the boys in his favorite boy bands. That was impressive stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, John Ireland, again, a savant when it comes to pop culture. That's why he wins all those damn games they play. Okay, I have a question for you guys because I was very surprised that John did not know this. Did you know that pickles are cucumbers? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. John was so shook yesterday when a, a caller said that. He goes, no way. That he didn't is not, know. That- he did not know. So no I, way. I'm serious. I don't believe it. So we vetoed. <laughs> we vetoed our vote because we had. I had voted for Ireland for most knowledgeable on the Mandy Awards. Oh wow! And I said, uh, uh-uh, uh, now it's MT because how can you not know that? But he didn't know. He really didn't know. Wow, that's crazy. I'm kind of right? stunned that that was the case. I only yeah. know this because when I was a little kid, I had a cousin that owned a pickle business. And Wait, what? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like Vlasic pickles or no, something? No, like- um, it was called Richmond's pickles, Don't actually. And they were and they were kosher pickles. And this is I I grew up in in upstate New York, which is called the Catskill Mountains, which is called the Borscht Belt. Okay, and so um, my cousin had a pickle company, and they would make kosher pickles and then deliver them to all of the hotels and resorts in the area because people from New York City would come to the to the mountains. And so as a kid, I would go to my my cousin's pickle place and there were barrels and barrels and barrels of cucumbers turning into pickles, like sitting in vinegar and whatever other ingredients there were that made kosher pickles. So, yeah, see, I feel like I knew something that Ireland didn't know because I didn't know all the names of all the guys in the boy bands. I can tell you that.
Yeah. Hey, real quick, I I forgot, and I know people get really mad when we do this stuff and don't pay it off. I I never paid off what Kendrick Perkins. We were talking about Russell Westbrook, obviously, but you know Kendrick Perkins had a solution as well for Russ. I don't know if it's the same solution. I have I haven't heard the audio, so we'll let you hear it on the other side. Plus, you and I never finished our Raider conversation either, so let's let's do that as well. Um, all on the other side before big deer or no deer, at least before the end of the hour, okay? But we'll definitely do the Perkins thing. We'll try to get to the Raiders thing. And we have an edition of Scott Aria today. Well, I'm ready for that. I hope you're ready for it because actually I You I didn't started... sound very ready. No, no, I'm very, I'm very ready. It's just that yesterday – I mean, yesterday... I told you on Tuesday you wanted to do no, no, Scott Aria what, on Thursday. What, you said, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. It's just that yesterday I started bringing it up with DeMarco and I want to get it to pay off today to get your opinion on this. Okay, we can do all that. All that's coming up this hour, plus big deal or no deal at 6.30. But let's, do what, let's hear what Perk has to say about fixing Russell Westbrook. We'll do that next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, here we go. With or without you. Cap, where's your uh-uh? I was, I was listening to it, and... Is this Backstreet Boys? Oh, hell. Because, honestly, we were talking Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, and In Sync. And, I, honestly, I can't tell which one this is. It's In Sync. It's In Sync, man. It's on without you. No. We can win. I mean, Laura, you were like a, you were like a boy band expert earlier today Bro, on Mason I'm 33. Island. This is where I grew up. And... <laughs> Okay, I'm not doing that. Tearing up my heart because I'm with you. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't know the lyrics to this song other than the, other than this. And when we are apart, I feel. Feeling. Oh, the song ended that abruptly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't put it in the system like that, so yeah. I was like, "Oops, my bad." Ain't nobody need to hear that because they're gonna turn off the radio when they hear me sing. I was impressed with John Ireland this afternoon, man. You give him Backstreet Boys or or boy band trivia, he knows it all. My man Mace, he knows the Spice Girls, but uh, I loved it. I, I thought that was hilarious this afternoon. Can you yeah. sing that Spice Girls song? Which one? The one. Oh, tell me what you want, what you, you really, really Not many lyrics to that one. Nope. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you got to date with my friends. Yeah, go, George. No, that's Make all I know. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. Hey, nice. Nicely yeah, that's done. Pretty, that's pretty much it. Uh, I become a boy band. Yeah, no, definitely not. Maybe a boy girl. Uh, we're band. too old. We're too old for that. That's no the way, man. No way. Yeah. We're like right in our prime. We're hot. No, dude. I'm Hispanic, dude. I come from the la- the Laurel. Appreciate this. In Menudo, when you were 18, they'd kick you yeah. out. Ooh, you were oh, out. Right, yeah. right. Right. They were like they. Had, there were so many versions of Menudo, but the original, I believe, or one of the originals, was like Ricky Martin and a yep. bunch of those guys. Yep. Like, yeah, nobody so. cares. Just Ricky Martin. Let me yeah. tell you something. If John Ireland can name the the players in the Ricky Martin Menudo, then I'll be impressed. I mean, I was I'm impressed sure today. With- they were on Silver Spoon. Did you know that? 
I don't remember them on Silver Spoons. Yeah, they were, and I remember the girl that Ricky Schroeder at the time um, wanted to like date, right, in his junior high or whatever. Um, she was like, she she was she like said I, they were like in the same room as the Menudo group, and she goes, "Oh, Ricky, I love you," and he was like, "Oh yeah, baby," and she ran right past him to Ricky Martin. <laughs> I remember Jason Bateman being on that show as well. Yes, as a yes, as a little yes. kid. Yeah, yeah. I uh, but I remember they were on Menudo. I mean Menudo on uh, on that uh, on that show. Yeah, Silver Spoons. When does that show come back on on Netflix? The uh, Jason Bateman, the one about the uh, living in Arkansas, and the, what's the name of that Ozarks? show? Ozarks. Ozarks. Yeah. When does that yeah, come I back? Know. I don't watch the show, so I don't know. Oh my god, that's like one of my favorite series, but I just yeah. don't know when it's coming back. Yeah, so fa- such it's such your favorite series that you don't know when it's coming. I know, I don't know, but I mean, I'll find out. Like when it comes back, somebody let me know. Anybody know when when Ozark is coming back? Yeah, T- just tweet cap. All Tell right, me. real quick, Kendrick Perkins thinks he can fix Russell Westbrook. Okay, all right. All so right. Uh, I haven't heard this audio. Have you heard this audio? I have not. Can't wait. Okay. to Okay, Lindsay told me about it. Laura's got it. She's heard it. Let's let it rip. Let me hear what Kendrick Perkins has to say. Here it is, right? I know everybody has been praising LeBron James playing the center position, and it's been great for the offense. But look, move LeBron back to the point. And the reason that I say this is because Russell Westbrook hasn't been knocking down shots. He's been horrible. How about putting him in the pick and rolls and letting him actually roll to the basket, getting easy layups? Something like playing the center position on the offensive end. Solve them problems with Russ taking those shots. Number two, here you go. In those Bank shots that Russ are taking, the ones that hitting the shot clock. Listen, the Lakers should put in place right oh. now that every time Russ shoots that shot, he gets fined. Take it out of the repertoire. Coming in at number three, more post-ups. Like more post-ups. Create switches where he get those smaller guards on him. And he's able to tomato chest him and punish him in the paint and get to those easy finishes around Bring the, the baby basket. Back. I actually think all three of those are pretty interesting. Now, it's funny because the Nets used to do that. They used to play a guy named Bruce Brown uh, at center last year, and it freaked everybody out because he was like 6'5", but he was a really good rebounder for his position. And it worked last year for a stretch, and then, you know, everybody got hurt. But um, So it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of, of possibility. It wouldn't be unprecedented to see someone that height, in theory, play the center position. Um but, I, I mean, that might be – honestly, that might be more plausible uh, or possible than what I suggested, which is just making him the sixth man because the best lineup is him, Dwight, and three shooters. But um, because it helps, I guess, soften the fall a little bit. But I'm not – like, Perk is right. Like, all those things could potentially help. Um, I, I just don't know if it's exactly where he needs – what needs to be done with him and the Lakers. You know what really sucks about this whole conversation that everybody's having, not just us, you know, the home of the Lakers in L.A. It's a national conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what really sucks about this conversation, in my opinion, is this. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get Russ to play in a system. Right. You know, it kind of reminds me of when you have a great running quarterback – and you say, no, no, we want to turn him into a drop-back pocket passer. But, Coach, the guy is a supremely talented athlete who makes so many things happen when he goes outside the pocket and he's freewheeling. Let the kid do what he does. No, 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 
No, I want him to be in the pocket. I want him to be a pocket passer, and that's what I want him to be. So with Russ, you're trying to take a guy who plays a freewheeling style that turns into points and assists and boards, but it doesn't necessarily turn into wins, and you're trying to change him. It really just all goes back to the beginning, George, which is a mistake was made, and it's one that we all should be able to see by now and admit by now. He's the wrong player for this squad. Yeah. And and they would have been better served getting more role players to play around LeBron and AD rather than have a superstar $47 million a year player that everybody's trying to figure out how do we get from him what we thought we could get from him. Well, I mean, that's why the deal for Buddy Heald that was in place would have it would have kept perhaps, I, I don't know the, all the math in my head at the moment, but it would have kept some of at least one player home, right? They, they lost four players, three in that trade, Kuzma, Harrell and KCP, who, by the way, KCP and Harrell apparently got into an altercation. Yeah, they said there was the a day. throwing hands in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. and um, and and Caruso, obviously, who they you know only went so far financially with. Out of those four, you could have kept at least one, maybe even two, if you would have done the Buddy Heel deal with Kuzma. For some reason, I don't know if it was LeBron, I don't know if it was Rob Palenka, I certainly don't think it was Coach Vogel. But somebody, again, I I tend to think this is kind of LeBron's influence. Somebody thought adding Russell Westbrook and his style of play to what we've got and what our core is, this is going to help us become a championship caliber team. And what's happened is the exact opposite. Right. And that... That Listen, everybody got to look in the mirror, whether it's Rob Palenka who made the call or if LeBron knows the truth, which is, hey, this was my deal and this is you know something I really pushed for, or AD, whoever. But this thing has not only not worked out, and is, I don't know if you thought about it the other day, George, Dave McMenamin I thought was pretty bullish on the second half of the season. He said, Russ gets better as the year goes on. Historically, AD, that has been the case. Yeah. Right, but we're running will, out of time there. Right, all right, AD will come back healthy, blah, blah, blah. And in the second half of the season, these guys are going to get it together. I don't think so. Hope I'm proven wrong. Yeah, I, it's starting to look bleak. I mean, this thing is is looking like a like a mess right now. So, I mean, there's really no other way to describe it other than it's just a mess. So. And everybody's talking about it, man. The whole world is talking well, about it. Well, of course, it. it's the Lakers. It's the crown jewel of the NBA. Right. You know, so, of course, everybody's going to talk about it. Right. And you got one of the star players in, in Russell Westbrook on the same team with the star, LeBron James, and we're yeah. talking about big money, and for big money, you're getting very little production. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's got all the makings of a very sexy story. You know, the L.A. Lakers, LeBron James, $47 million for Russ, and the losses are piling up. Ice cold. Ice ice baby. That's really bad. Uh, it real is quick, so bad. We were talking yester- uh, yesterday, earlier today, about um, the Raiders. And I was we were talking about how, like, do the Raiders might have, like, the best available job? And you... Um, you didn't seem to think so. You kind of seemed like you were. You thought the Vikings' job was better, and I feel like you were trying to say that Miami' job was better. I'm just not so convinced that the Raiders' job is the best job because I always think of the best job as being where can I walk in and have a young, up-and-coming star quarterback that 
I'm going to be with for the next five years, so to speak. And I just, I don't know. Derek Carr is, listen, I love Derek Carr. But the reality of the situation is he has proven he's a great leader. Because Derek Carr is the centerpiece of keeping the Raiders together this year. Can we agree on that? Agreed. With all the swirling controversies going around the Raider organization, the one constant has been Derek Carr. He has proven to be a great leader. However, he has yet to prove that he is a great winner. Not putting it all on him, because, look, LeBron James is probably the greatest player of our generation, and he can't carry a team by himself. Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. Can't carry a team by himself. No. So I'm just not sure that the Raider job is the best job, that it's obviously the best job right but Kirk Cousins has way more weapons than uh than Derek Carr and he's not as you know as successful now when you say that how do you individually as statistically he may be but not from a team perspective well but I mean listen again I'm no Kirk Cousins expert and I barely watch the Minnesota Vikings well I had them already this I've had them this season and I actually have a very good friend who is a big time Vikings fan so he and I like I you know we'll watch like he'll be at home and like we'll I'll be texting about stuff I'm watching when I flip to their games and it's I look there's a reason the guy you know there's this thing about he can't win in prime time I mean that record is pretty awful like yeah it's damning, but, you know? but he but he's but also I mean listen Kirk Cousins one thing um you know I've seen him in the playoffs I haven't seen Derek Carr in the playoffs. Well, he, he, Derek Carr would have been in the playoffs had he not gotten hurt. He One got time. a team to the playoffs. One yes. time. Right. Well, sir, Kirk Cousins has been in the playoffs what? Twice? Well, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I, a couple years ago, I had a game down in New Orleans. Minnesota won that game. The following week, they went to San Francisco. They lost. Right. Uh, that was the year that San Francisco, I do believe, went on to the Super Bowl that year. But, um, again, listen, I just don't think there's this – if, if we sat down and really did a statistical comparison and, and looked at wins losses of Kirk Cousins' career versus yeah, Derek I mean, Kirk Carr's Cousins career, has four playoff games in his career. He's won one. Okay. And, and Derek Carr has yet to play in one. He led a team right. to one. He led he a team to one, and he, got, and he had bad luck. And by the way, that team was 12-4. and four. Like, that yep. team was good. That was, that was the one good year that the Raiders had. Under Jack Del Rio, by the way, who was right. the head coach back then. I don't think Kirk Cousins has gone twelve and four, has he? I could be wrong. Maybe there's a season there that I'm missing, but you, know, you might look that up. But I, I just think statistically, if we were to look at Derek Carr versus Kirk Cousins, I don't think that it would be that. Well, my point is, if you gave Derek Carr Justin Jefferson and uh, and Alan Thielen and Dalvin Cook, <laughs> you, he'd be just as good, if not better, than than Kirk Cousins. Might be. He might be. Um, but again, and the why the Miami is, job? I mean, just because of their defense. Well, I mean, I think the Miami job is is a pretty good one. Um, it is a pretty good one. But I don't know that I don't know that I look at the Raiders job as significantly better than the okay. Miami job. Okay. Miami's got a second year quarterback who's dealt with a lot of injuries in his first two years. You get the right quarterback coach or the right offensive coordinator mind or the right guy who's got a track record of success of tutoring quarterbacks, who knows what Tua might become. Yeah, I don't think Tua's gonna become much I think Tua's gonna be like a a nice quarterback, like great backup, like like, you know, needs, like, the perfect situation. He needs the Flacco Ravens or, like, Ryan Tannehill a couple years ago when they got to the AFC Championship kind You're of You're saying he needs a great defense and he needs to not screw things up? And a run- and a great running game, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I mean, I don't think the Dolphins can provide – I mean, they got the defense part, right, but they can't provide the weapons. Hey, by the know? way, if if this Raiders job – if if they win this weekend against Cincinnati, and I hope yeah. they do because I yeah. love the story of what the Raiders have accomplished. Yeah. 
if they win this game, this may not be an available job, just so you know. I mean, Rich Passaccia may have earned the opportunity it might not to be. coach it this might, team. Right, that's fair. All right, coming up next, big deal or no deal, everybody's favorite segment, 6 o'clock hour, back in 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thank you, Christopher. Lindsay, what do you got? All right, so a woman claimed that she found $300,000 in a duffel bag that Nellie, the rapper, lost, and that she was only given $100 when she returned it. So Nellie, meanwhile, is denying the incident, saying that he didn't lose any money and he doesn't know what this lady's talking about. He commented underneath an Instagram post from the Neighborhood Talk page, which shows a video of the woman being clowned by her friends for returning the money. The person filming asks what she got for returning the 300 grand. And she said they gave her 100 freaking dollars, 100 bucks for giving them back 300 grand. So if this story is true, let's just pretend it is, is Nelly, a celebrity, giving a $100 reward for returning his $300,000 a big deal or no deal? Cap? I'm going to say no deal. And here's why. If this person returned the money she did a really nice thing can we agree on that yes well if she had an expectation of receiving something for doing quote unquote the right thing then why is she kvetching thereafter that she didn't get enough i mean he could have in theory said thank you very much i really appreciate that you really saved my ass here i mean that's a lot of money thank you so much most of us probably think three hundred thousand dollars you got to hook her up i mean Rip off 10K and hook her up. But even then, she might complain it's not enough. So I'm going no deal here. So I'm going to say 300K. Let's just take half off for taxes, 150 grand, right? Let's just say, let's just for argument's sake, if it was like money you earned, right? Um, She deserves like 10% of that. I'd give her 15 grand. I would, like, I would have done it. So I think it's a big deal if it's true. We don't know that. But if it is true, I I, I think that's pretty weak. What if so what it, if she would have gotten your fifteen grand and she would have had taken that ten percent? She's like, that George Sedano. Man, well, is he cheap. I mean, my goodness, twenty percent's a tip at a restaurant. He couldn't give me thirty grand, this guy. Okay. I mean then well, at whatever. that point it's like, yeah, whatever. Like you did what you know, what a lot of people would do. I mean, right. <laughs> but uh, there's a big difference between okay, like fifteen thousand, even even like without taxes, right, is like still five percent of the entire thing. What is one hundred dollars of three hundred thousand dollars? Do you know what percentage that is? That is zero 
point zero 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 three. Did you do that on a percent. calculator? Did you do that? Yes, oh, I just nice. did that. Nice yes. job. So you have to go to the not the tens, not the hundredths, not the thousandths, to the ten thousandths decimal. Okay. <laughs> Way to go, George. Way to remember high school math, man. Like that's pretty weak. If that's, that's true. good. So really quick, I know most people would probably at least say that if they found this money, they would not give it back. But let's say you know that it it belonged to a celebrity, somebody who was completely rich. Would you give it back then? Well, you'd give it back in a, in the assumption you're going to get some reward for it. Yes. How they find out that it was Nelly's money? I don't know. That's what that's that's a, there's a whole question surrounding it. I think he was bowling. Well, at Nelly bowling clearly alley. took the money back in this story, didn't he? I don't, I don't. I don't really know. There, I guess it was at a bowling alley he was at. But I'm saying, like, if I found a bunch of money, three hundred thousand dollars, and I knew that some famous person left it behind, I'd be more inclined to keep it than give it back. You know, I'd be like, they're rich. I guess they that's millions. true too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like, so here's three hundred thousand dollars. Do I keep it because nobody's claiming yeah, but it's he, cash? He, here, here's the thing about three hundred thousand dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, you can't go out there and buy a Lambo because then Uncle Sam's be like, "Wait, where'd that where'd that money come from?" You know what no, I'm saying? Like, you got, you got cash for a really long time, George. right? You got to be smart with that, though, right? Like, you got it. To your point, you got to go. You know, you got to use that as your play money for a long, long, long years. You know what I'm saying? Can I tell you guys very quickly? I have a friend of mine that went to Vegas and won $300,000 in cash, I swear to you. Is this the same guy who uh, made you buddies with Canelo or whatever? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Three hundred grand in cash, dude. Yeah, I know, because you showed us the picture, so I'm dude, familiar with the story. I mean, what, what $300,000 looks like in cash, and yeah. to hold it, it's... Man, that could last a really, really long time, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's next? Okay, so with the NFL regular season ending, it's award season time. The AP's all-pro team... That is now, it's kind of now seen as like the ultimate achievement over the Pro Bowl because let's be honest, the Pro Bowl is like totally lost its flair and it's more of a popularity contest. So ahead of the official all pro team selections by the Associated Press, NFL.com did its own rendition of the all pro team. And while Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald made the list, Jalen Ramsey was not on the list and he wasn't too happy about it, tweeting like one of those uh, question mark, you know, one of those puzzled looking emojis the swaggy um, p emoji with all the question yes. marks around it? yes or, exactly. uh, a gif i mean yes so the the two cornerbacks taken over ramsey were trayvon diggs and jc jackson is nfl.com leaving jalen ramsey off their all pro team a big deal or no deal sedano big deal i i mean he's arguably been the best corner in the sport so i mean that play he made the other day against the niners was just beautiful out of this world incredible yeah, like, insane like nobody i've never i don't know anybody that can make that play in today's nfl to be frank with you but um so i'd be upset if i were him and, and i actually think that's a good thing for rams fans that he's a little motivated and extra you know not that you need extra juice for the playoffs but it's it's nice i i think certain guys play better when they have a chip on their shoulder and he seems to be one of them for sure to me, I'm I'm gonna think this is not like to me it's not a big deal. To Jalen Ramsey, it is because it it becomes a thing where people go, he's the best in the league. And then you just keep saying it over and over and over again, and then everybody's like, Well, he's the best in the league. Now, is he one of the top corners in the league? Yeah, I think he is. Is he one of the top two, three, four, five? Yeah, probably so. Um, but the voters, these are not NFL people. These are these are writers. This is not the NFL's award. This is the Associated Press. They voted. 
They looked at the numbers. They looked at the play. And two guys made it in front of him. To me, it's just not that big of a deal. I understand the 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 uh, individual honor and how you want it. Yeah. But I just don't think it's like some massive insult. Okay. I think it is. I think it's kind of weird that it's kind of like, I don't know. That's nothing here over there. So, speaking of awards, the second round of fan voting for the 2022 NBA All-Star Game is out. And the leading vote-getter right now in the West, not LeBron James, but Steph Curry. Still Steph Curry. Your boy. still Steph. And LeBron trails Curry by about 77,000 votes. So, it's not that much. He could still catch him, but we only got like another week here. So, if Curry holds the number one spot, For the next week, he's going to be named as one of the two captains for the revamped format the NBA introduced four years ago. And did would Curry actually pick LeBron? Do you think if that were the case, if he was the captain? That's a great question. Yeah, it's a very good question. They played last year, right? Right. Two years ago, they were loving each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, what's the question, Lindsay? Sorry, LeBron. Yeah, it's okay. Hopefully, LeBron is able to leap Curry in the fan voting. But if he loses out to Steph for the most All Star votes in the Western Conference. Would it be a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Yeah, I mean, it'd be. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, this is like the littlest of big deals. I mean, it's a big deal because <laughs> it's LeBron, and he's never not been in this situation. So I guess there is going to be some precedent set there, right? Like people are going to be like, "Whoa, that's the first time that's happened." You'll hear that a lot. So that sort of makes it a big deal. But I would say like a really like smallish, like on the big deal scale, it's like the smallest of big deals. Okay, because it's such a small big deal, I'm going to actually put it on the other side and say no deal. Yeah. And the reason I'm going to say no deal is this. Look, Golden State is a really, really good team. Although and they're getting their ass kicked tonight. They are. I mean, I'm watching it right now. Golden yeah. State right now getting destroyed by Milwaukee, 116-93, and there's a minute yeah. to go in the fourth quarter. But yeah. not only is are, are the Warriors a good team, but Steph is one of the most likable players in all of sports. Yes, LeBron, LeBron on the Lindsay. other hand, yeah. LeBron is a polarizing figure to some, and he's on a team that stinks this year. So I don't understand why it's such a big deal that LeBron's not leading the fan vote. I actually think it's impressive that he's in second place in the fan vote. So to me, this is no deal. Okay. Well, I think it's a huge deal because I feel like it's a big turning of the tides, you know, like passing uh, of the torch. Lindsay, this is like the per- – this is – Sad. Lindsay is like shaking her fist at the sky right now. If this ends up happening, you know, especially with her anti-Steph rhetoric from uh, last week. So I got you, Brown, on those votes. Seventy-seven thousand. I got you. Yeah, you better get to work, sister. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) All right, what's next? All right, the Get Up crew on ESPN was discussing the weather in Buffalo for Saturday's wild card game, where the forecast projects single-digit temperatures. Bills quarterback Josh Allen said that he's not looking forward to the below freezing temps because. He said he has bad circulation and it makes his toes freeze up. Well, Bart Scott had a piece of advice for Allen to get his blood flowing. Here is what he said. Can I get your suggestion for him? You want me Josh to- Allen listening. Can people get this message to him? Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. You gotta fit that circulation going right. <laughs> I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have an, a response to that. But you, you play, so there, you must of, know I, something. I, a lot of us take Viagra, right? Because Viagra opens up the blood vessels. A lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A, a lot, lot of, of a lot of NFL players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes, because Viagra was first uh, a heart medicine, right? So it builds up circulation, which makes sure that it gets the circulation to the feet. 
<laughs> so is Bart Scott's medical suggestion a big deal or no deal, Cap? Uh, I'm going to go with big deal. First of all, I love Bart Scott. Can't wait. Um, he says that in his day when he was playing, guys were taking Viagra to play because it opens up the blood vessels. I don't know much about it. George, have you ever taken a Viagra? I have. I have taken it one time myself, but I was experimenting. By the way, it, 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 you can have superhuman powers. So do you want to? Do you so? Do you want to know when I took Viagra the last time? Yeah, tell me. I was in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and the uh, the what do they call it? The the height, uh, uh, you know, uh, above sea level. Uh, yeah. What is that called? The um, the elevation. Elevation. Thank that. you. Yes. Yes. Um, was making it really hard for me to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never been. I mean, it's it's. I want to say Mexico City is close to 7,000 feet above sea level. And, you know, so that's a lot more than even Denver, which I've been to. And, you know, Denver, you can feel it a little bit because um, Denver, I think, is 5,300. And, and, yeah, Mexico City is almost 8,000, somewhere 7, 8,000, something like that. And I remember landing there because I went to do uh, cover a Raiders-Texans game on oh, yeah. uh, Monday Night Football. They played mm-hmm. in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And... They, uh, I, I, I got to Mexico City, and when I sat down and laid down in my hotel, I was like, bro, my chest. Like, I could feel the pressure on my chest. So when we did a, um, our, you know, sports center stuff or whatever, from a, uh, we did it from, like, I want to say, like, the rooftop of a building across from uh, Estadio Azteca. And we had to, no elevators. We had to walk up and down. So it was brutal, okay? And one of the producers was like, so, you know, if you take Viagra, originally that's what its purpose was supposed to be. Now, I don't know if this is accurate or not. Um, he said that the original purpose of Viagra was for um, certain issues that related to elevation. And then they realized, oh, no, it actually didn't work for – I mean, it works like for that a little bit, but it really works for what its use <laughs> is now. Right. Um, and I was like, for real? And he's like, I can get you some. He's like – he was a Mexican producer of ESPN from Mexico and he's like I can get you some if you want I'm like bro I'll take whatever because this is really like the pressure on my chest is crazy and I took it and it did help a little bit I gotta be honest with you what it do for the other part of your body I don't know because that only works if like you're actually aroused so I wasn't really aroused when I was doing sports center no offense gotcha no it's okay (laughs) so there is some truth to this huh yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised that um, that a football player would use it for sure. Yes. Wow, I had no idea. I mean, I was only I only thought Viagra was used for what Viagra was used for. I didn't know this. Yeah, Viagra for elevation sickness. Viagra works by relaxing blood vessels, allowing more blood to flow freely through the vessels. The researchers used this drug to block the effects of high altitude on blood vessels on the lungs. Yeah, that was the original intent for Viagra, and obviously it it worked for that. But then they realized, oh, it works for something else too. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Probably job, works Bart, better for the Bart something Scott. else, too, which is why that's what they use it for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rafa Luna, the uh, still a producer at ESPN in Los Angeles uh, from Mexico, uh, gave, me that, uh, gave me that tip, and it worked. So Shout out to Rafa. Yeah. So, All right, that is Big Deal No Deal each and every day at 630. That went really long. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So we're going to get a little scotteria in because we got about five minutes here. So for those that don't know what this is, once a week we like to give Scott the, uh, the stage basically. And, you know, we always joke that he has, uh, you know, he talks a little too much, right? Like, <laughs> you know, he's, he drones on and on and on. So we called it Diarrhea of the Mouth. And then I said, well, wait, forget about Diarrhea of the Mouth. He's got Scotteria. So hence, that's where this was birthed. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you're going to continue having a discussion about Viagra and its usage for elevation or other things. Um, but feel free. The stage is yours, my friend. Well, thank you, George. You know, yesterday you were out. And Laura and Lindsay and I, we had DeMarco Farr in the studio, and somehow this actually came up, but I was intending to wait so I could talk to you about this. But I'll throw it to you because Lindsay and Laura know what happened. So here it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm in a grocery store. I'm in a Vons. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a very respectful person, George. Yeah. You know, like, like if a busboy comes to a table and cleans something, I'll say, hey, thank you, sir. Like yeah. even he could be a 16-year-old kid, I'll call him sir. Yeah. Um, the other day I was in a grocery store and there was a kid sweeping up and I said, excuse me, sir, can you tell me where the honey is? So I call people sir a lot, you right. know? Yeah. So I'm standing in line at Vaughn's and I'm putting stuff from the cart onto the conveyor belt and there's a person that is working the register and the person says to me, is this yours? And I said, I, very quickly, I said, yes, sir. Just just didn't think twice about it. And the person said, Ahem. yes, ma'am. And in that moment, in that moment, my first reaction was, please pardon me. Excuse me. And then that was the end of the conversation. There was no talk. There wasn't like, so how you doing today? Everything going all right? Boy, you guys are really busy. There was nothing. It was just dead air. And it was really uncomfortable. And when when I'm standing there and I'm looking at her, and she's got a name tag on that says Bonnie. But from where I was standing when I originally said, yes, sir, I didn't see that. Yeah, and I, oh. I just she she just she just I don't know. I mean, just look, I kind of look more like a dude than a woman. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Right. But George, I'm losing sleep over this. I went back to the same store. Did the you next apologize? Day. I, w- yeah. I went back to the store the next day. Yeah. I saw Bonnie's line. I'm like, I should get in Bonnie's line and say something to her like, hey, look, yesterday, I'm sorry. But I I I wussed out, dude. I went oh, to you another line. Done that. That's what I would have done. I, I went just- to the other line. Oh, see, see now I would have just gone into the line and say, hey, I just want to apologize. Ran into you yesterday and, and, you know, and but I would have done it if there were no people like no one else in the line. Right. Like, you know. Or or maybe even say or if there's people in the line, I would have said, hey, I had an interaction with you yesterday that wasn't ideal. I just wanted to apologize. I come here all the time. So I, I just wanted to apologize. And I'm sure she would have appreciated it. 
I don't know. I'm kind of feeling like I want to go back and say something. Well, now it's too late. You're letting too much time go by. But You're I letting feel too much, like you had to do it immediately. I definitely got a vibe like I could go back and apologize and be super sincere. She wasn't going to buy it. Like she was okay. Pretty well, kind of angry at me actually. Okay, I mean, I mean, I get it. <laughs> you know, there, but I look, wasn't man. being like I wasn't being like a jerk. I, like. Like, I didn't walk okay. out like, hey, that's her fault. She looks like a dude. That wasn't no, like that. No, 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 that's fine. I felt fine. so bad. Okay, well, you could still apologize. I mean, but I wouldn't let too much time go by because right. she's probably forgotten this. I got to be honest with you. I don't think so. Yeah, no, she's probably forgotten. I'm going to be honest. I hope you're so. right. Yeah. I hope you're right. I told you this, Scott, yesterday. Don't yeah. do it because you feel bad. They probably already forgot, and you're yeah. going to just repeat. Yeah, if you were going to do it, you had to do it right away. Laura's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these so are the that, these are the dilemmas that we find ourselves in in life, you know. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> only yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, that's today's version or this week's version of Scotteria. So uh, Vaughn's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you should go to Ralph's. I don't know. You know what I'm that was maybe maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll stop going to Vaughn's. Yeah, I'll now you're so scared, you're not right. going to go to Vaughn's anymore. That's your issue. <laughs> right. uh, you should go back to Vaughn's and apologize, but I'm do it quickly. To. All right, we're done here. Excellent work, Scott Kaplan. Yes, great job, team. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. Uh, we will talk to you mañana. Have a great night. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.